Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Young and on the Way. Uh, today's episode is really cool because I interview Sarah Khan, who is a journalist who works in LA and has been in media for a few years now. And you guys, this girl did it all on her own. She said, I want to go to LA, and she did. And since then, she's worked on so many cool projects and has gotten to interview some really cool people, which she talks about in this interview. And she does a lot of things. She writes, she produces, she interviews. She's doing it all, guys. And she also talks about what it's like to be a young Pakistani Muslim girl in the industry because being in the industry alone is hard, let alone being a minority in that industry. And yeah, this episode is really fun because talking to her was so fun. She's the sweetest girl. She was so down to earth. She was so real and she was so kind. And her stories are so funny. And she also gives the greatest advice for anyone who is looking to do what she's doing or anyone that's looking to go on that path. Um, Yeah, she gives some really great insight. And this episode is great. Sorrow was great, and I hope you guys take something from this episode and you leave with a spark of inspiration. And yeah, enjoy. Hi, Sara. How are you? Good. Tired, but you know. <laughs> yeah, you were sick. Are you feeling better? Yeah, um, it was weird just because like the weather is changing all the time, the flu is coming, and I generally just like have a weak immune system. So mm-hmm. I mean, like I will get the part, I'll get sick and like get out for like days, and it's just. Oh, I feel that. Well, <laughs> I hope you're feeling better soon. Before we start, I wanted to do a quick round of this or that. So just like okay. give me a quick answer. Yeah, Instagram or Twitter. Twitter. Okay. Hollywood or Bollywood? Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. Writing or producing? Oh my god. Um, writing. Okay. Acting or writing? Um, man, that's hard. Uh, I'm gonna say acting. It'll probably change in a week. <laughs> And you're from Dallas, so Los Angeles or Dallas? Um, oh my god. I'm gonna say Dallas. Okay, great. Why don't we start with you telling us a little bit about yourself? How old are you? Where you're from? What you do? That sort of thing. Okay, um, I'm Sarah Khan. I have been in media for eight years or seven eight or it's almost a decade i started off with brownville magazine um and they were the first ones to ever like give me like a media kind of job like it was like a random posting a friend posted and she was like hey um does anyone want to go to the south asian film festival and interview people and i'm like of me and then I ended up doing it with my friend and it was my first red carpet thing. And a lot of people that I interviewed there like ended up being like my colleagues in LA like years later. They probably don't even remember me. Like I interviewed um, the guy from Life of Pi. Wow, that's cool. I think it's 
Suraj is his name. Yeah, I, and I always just see him like all the time. I'm just like, he probably does not even remember <laughs> me at all. Um, but from there, I did like, I would do random things with them. I got to interview for Hanuk there, and that was like my big, just like, oh my God, like, I love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, thing. And then um, from there, like, with just that on my resume, um, I got BuzzFeed, which like, people think it's like unbelievable because they think brown girls so small but I mean like I did I still do so much work with them because I love them but having that on my resume and like the experiences I had that got me to BuzzFeed and I moved to LA uh almost three years ago yeah and I was surfing because I could not stay in Dallas anymore because it's all just like in Dallas is all just people that do engineering where they want to be doctors right and they get like immediately right and that's all I kept and then and when that's all you keep seeing you're like oh my god am I doing this wrong like is something wrong with me um and that itself makes you crazy because you're like oh no I'm not like this but like everyone around me is like this so you know whatever Mm -hmm. the typical brown shit (laughs) and it's just like can't do this it's not for me I like want to be in entertainment I want to entertain people I want to write things blah 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 blah. and I saw an opportunity in LA and um, I got five interviews when I was when I was back at home in LA and they were all within the same week and I was just like I have to go like yeah I'm sorry yeah of course like I'm so sorry like I'm the worst child ever (laughs) not a one way it just that's crazy they did not take it well I'm sure I'm sure it must have been hard so how old were you when you kind of started getting inspired uh from the industry and Uh, kind of thought okay I want to I want to work over there instead of doing engineering oh just like from a really young age because um my dad he hosted and produced the first uh, Pakistani radio show in North America called Dil Dil Pakistan. Wow. So, like, okay. I always grew up around, like, that entertainment space. And, like, people would, like, aunties and uncles would come up to me, like, oh, my God, your dad's show was so good today. I love the thing he said, blah, blah, blah. And just, like, hearing that growing up, like, I was just like, oh, wow, like, you're, like, touching, like, people everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like you're... And I'm very much in tune with like my Pakistani side because of my dad and because of my brothers and sisters, because I was the only one born in America, whereas they all grew up there. So it's like, I like very much know everything about Pakistan and like mm-hmm. Pakistani culture, everything. But that wasn't even like, he wasn't making a lot of money from it. Like we, um, he's a cab driver and he did that because that's his passion. And he moved to America and he was like, I need to find something that I love, but also something that like, sustains my family mm-hmm. so it's just like I don't know just seeing that growing up I feel like it like really really resonated with me and I was like oh like you can do these things and it's like right. cool or like <clears throat> it's like acceptable and like a way blah, blah blah but he's also a man and I'm like the little girl <laughs> and they moved to America and they're like this is what we moved here for for you to be on BuzzFeed tasting testing things no <laughs> Yeah. As a kid, were there any like actors you looked up to or TV shows or movies you were like, oh, I want to oh be? Oh my God, 100%. Every Disney Channel thing ever. I was just like, that could be me. Like, what? <laughs> no. I wanted to do the Disney thing. Yeah. I, I wanted to act and all that stuff. And I especially just like Shower Khan, like Bollywood in general. 
um, anything like comedy related, I really like strive towards. Like I just remember having all these VHS tapes of like Bollywood movies and just watching them over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then like, yeah. like random like American movies like Sister Act and Taxi with like Jimmy Fallon and just like those like 90s, 90s like movies that like I shouldn't have been watching at my age. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so what steps did you take for yourself earlier on in your career? Like sort of really early on when you've transitioned from Dallas to LA to build up to where you want it to be or where you are now? I like also look for that answer and like people that have made it and honestly I'm just like slowly realizing like it's just about being nice to people like that's it it's just like going to events um networking because you want to make friends or like you have good intentions and it's not just like oh I know this person works at Fox and I'm gonna be their friend like no it's like oh um this, there's another brown person like me and I want to be their friend. It's just like, I don't know, just like having like good intentions and just like good vibes or whatever. I just feel like that's like the best way to set yourself up for anything that you want to do. Yeah, I completely agree. Being genuine is very yeah. important in anything you do because it'll get you far. And as mm-hmm. as it is, you really have to be yourself and make sure you're doing things for the right intentions, not for the wrong ones. Because if you if you keep going on that path, then you're going to end up on the wrong path and you're not going to be where you want to yeah. be. Yeah, so I completely mm-hmm. understand. And I, I, I see people that like, they try to like snake other people and I'm just like, pe- you know, people are dumb here. Like, mm-hmm. especially if you're doing entertainment, you sacrifice, I'm assuming most people have sacrificed like a lot and it's just like you learn to be like jalak so i know like when someone's trying to use me for something and i'm just like you don't have to do this like we can just be friends right yeah you could just tell when someone's being fake you know Mm -hmm. yeah completely so i was stalking you a little bit and you worked with some really cool people like i saw the name malik will smith Tell me about those. Yeah, Will Smith was like my like, I, like before that it was not like I like my imposter syndrome was like really just like sorry you don't do anything blah 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 <laughs> and then I got the chance to like be in a conference room with Will Smith and I was just like oh my god <laughs> I was just like okay that's Will Smith I have grown up watching him my mom knows who he is so that's like the biggest thing. Right. It's like, oh, my mom knows who he is. My dad knows who he is. But that was really cool. And it was just like hosting is something that I've always wanted to do. And it's really cool that like I get to do this. Be- and this is all because of like Brown Girl Mag and my experience with them. And people see me like as like this likable personality on camera or whatever. Um, but that was really cool. The Zayn Malik thing was just uh, me just scamming my way into meeting him. How did that happen? He's my life. Zayn Malik, Zayn Malik is one of my favorite artists, so I have to know about this experience. Oh what happened? Oh my god. I was like, okay, so do you remember when One Direction was doing their, like, contest to come to America? Um, no. <laughs> I wasn't okay. a One Direction fan. I'm a Zayn Malik oh fan. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, same, but he was in One Direction, so I had to, like, keep up, 
but in the beginning of like their whole career um they had a contest and it was like bring one d2 like it was like hashtag bring one d2 and dallas won oh and wow it was like really the way to get tickets was really weird like you have to camp out and i did all of that but they still ended up making everyone leave it was like you had to camp out outside of the barnes and noble oh my god and i camped out all night in my car with a bunch of other teenage girls <laughs> and it just didn't happen they're just like oh no we don't have the tickets like they lied just to like make everyone leave so i was like whatever like i don't care i don't take no for an answer i'm gonna find my way in regardless um my friend sarah she had a friend that got tickets and it was literally just a red wristband that said sony music on it and to sarah i was like sarah we can just we can just make these <laughs> like let's just buy red printing paper and print the sony logo on it and that's what we did and we got in wow and my first time meeting him was it was literally like just like they were on a table long table there was like a line to get to them and they were signing their first album which i have somewhere i have a signed one direction <laughs> album somewhere and that was my first time meeting him and it wasn't like i was like really just like hyperventilating you know just like i love you marry me i don't know sarah said assalamualaikum and i was like you were a freaking nerd why would you say that to him? and i was just like, oh, what did he what? say He's, I don't even think he said it back because it was just like a, like, it was just like a factory line, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was just, such a nerd. And I had the video somewhere of her saying it and I'm just like, okay, cool. That's, that's um, an amazing story. Wow. You're, that's not the big one. That's not what? The big one. Oh, shoot. It was, it was a year later they were touring officially in America. And I was told to ask my brothers to buy me tickets. <laughs> and I was like, no, they're gonna buy me tickets. <laughs> I have to find a way. And I also just didn't want to like pay either. It was, they were like really expensive. Um, and I, this was like Tumblr days, like mm -hmm. uh, peak Tumblr days, everyone's on Tumblr. And I keep seeing people um, post their VIP meet and greet badges. And they all look the same. They're all literally like blue, like light blue circles. And it had one D on it in holographic like lettering. And then it had like the up all night tour. And then there was like a blank rectangle to um, right in the city or whatever. And I was like, I can make those. <laughs> I wasn't good at Photoshop, so I made my friend do it, who's very like shy. She's like a very shy girl. She's like not about this life. Um, I it took me convincing her for weeks to do it. She did it. Shout out to her always. And um, the one thing we were missing was like, what time do we get there? Like, where is the meet and greet? Uh, just like you know, small important details. And she found a girl on Tumblr that was going, and she messaged her, and she's like, hey. I didn't get the email. Where do we go? Oh so my god. No way. I'm a place. So it's literally like my influence, like rubbing off on this poor girl. And I'm telling my mom all of this, and my mom was just rolling her eyes. She's like, I'm gonna see you in jail. Like you're gonna be <laughs> on the news. Like my brother's like, you're gonna be on the news as like a crazy fangirl. Like, I don't know you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, no, it's gonna be fine. Like this is like peak, like, I wish I had this ignorance. So <laughs> and we get there 
and we're the oldest ones, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girls are with their mothers, and we're just standing there, just like taller than everyone. Like we had boobs. Like they like it was a clear like women and children, like very just clear. And um, the only problem was that they were gonna give the lanyard things, and we already had them. Oh so, no! Okay, put yours like under your shirt and we're just gonna whip it out. We get to the front and like by the grace of God, the guy checking in, it's just one guy. He's checking in and like something falls and he turns around. No and way. I was like out and we took it out and he was just like confused. He was like, oh, okay, cool. And before like, I'm like very drunk. Before he could even think, I like turned to the security guard that was behind him and I played the role of a 16-year-old. And I was just like, oh, my God, where's the bathroom? Like, I have to go so bad. I'm so excited. <laughs> and he was like, oh, it's over there. Like, these men just did not want anything to do with us. Like, they wanted it to be over. Like, they knew it would be a whole night of screaming. Like, I just played to that. And I grabbed my friend's hand and I ran to the bathroom. And we celebrated. And we were screaming and calling everyone. Like, we made it. We made it. That's and then they had... Um, they had a Q&A and um everyone with like the VIP things we were literally the first front two rows um so they had like um, a sound check and a Q&A and I was just like so you're in Dallas like do you know how to duggy like whatever and they they did the duggy and I was just like in love with Zane I was just looking at him the whole time and it was a meet time and I took a picture with Zane. I took two pictures and he's kissing me on one of them. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. What the heck? I'm obsessed with his new music right now and I'm really mad that he's not touring or doing anything. Yeah. He's literally like Frank Ocean of Daisy people. I feel like he does not come out <laughs> at all. And I'm just like, please, like, please come out. Do something. I'm waiting for the day he announces something. So I can just go see one of his live performances. A hundred percent. I'm just like, we love you. Like, we're there for you. Like, it's okay. You have anxiety. We'll work through it. (laughs) Yeah. We just you. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's crazy. You're clearly very persistent and very chillock, as you said. very annoying I feel to some people (laughs) no trust me I you on the level that you were with that's me the way I am with Shawn Mendes so I oh my god (laughs) yeah yeah I know my I saw him and he was like all over Camilla and I was like this is real you saw him in person Yes, in person I was I looked over and I was like like this couple yeah that's that's me with Sean he was here for the Billboard Music Awards right and I went on Twitter and I was like just looking up met Sean Mendes met Sean Mendes just so I can see somebody who met Sean Mendes and I could go to where he is so I found it and <laughs> guys she's dying right now so I found a lady who met him at the gym it was LVAC, Las Vegas Athletic Center, and me being really, really stupid, just assumed it was the one by my house, so I immediately <gasps> was like, oh my god, I have to go, and I told my mom and my family, and I was like, we're going, we're going, and then like, when I went upstairs to get ready, I was like, hold up, 
there's definitely like five LVACs in Vegas. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, he's not here. He's not by my house. What am I thinking? But yeah, no, I totally feel like <laughs> I I totally understand that. You know, I, I that's I was also like that with the Jonas Brothers, Joe Jonas oh. specifically, not Nick, mm-hmm. just Joe. <laughs> yeah, and Sara, my friend Sara, like we're very much like fangirls through and yeah. through. That's that's cool though it. that like now the work you're doing, you get to like see all these people and interact yeah. in the same environment. That's that must be cool. <laughs> No, it's really cool. I have not seen Zayn yet because I would not know what I would do if I did. I really feel like I would just be quiet. Like, just I would just stay quiet. I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't even try to be, like, the funny cute girl in the corner. <laughs> I would just be on my phone just, like, reciting Eiffel for a to give me strength to not <laughs> look like an idiot. Because I, my biggest crush, and I don't know why, is Ross Butler, and I met him. And I was the complete opposite of myself. Like, I was a sheep. Like, I, my head was down. And I was just like, yeah, I really like your work. Like, I was just, like, quiet and just head down. And I was like, can we get a picture together? It was just so bad. I was like, I was just like, if you knew me in real life and not through this, you would love me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, I just turned into, like, a, like, it was, yeah, I, next time I need to do better. No, I can imagine. I, I'd be speechless if it were Sean. I, I wouldn't be able to say anything. Who do you think has been the coolest person you've interviewed so far? Um, oh my gosh. I want to say, I'm thinking of like everyone. Utgarsh Ambudakar, just because He's like really like nice and he like, he, I don't know. Cause like I meet other celebs who are like brown men mm-hmm. and they really try to enforce this like barrier kind of thing where it's like, I am a working actor and you're not. Mm-hmm. Whereas Utgarsh, like I interviewed him and he was just so nice. Like we just ended up talking about like living in LA and just like normal, like normal conversations to where it was like, you wouldn't even know that this guy is gonna be in Mulan. Like it was just very like, he's just like a normal dude. And there's other actors who I won't name, who I like see at parties and we're at the same parties. We get, we get invited to the same parties, so we're in the same room. And they're just very much like, they don't look at you or like they see you, but they like, they're just, yeah, no, uh, brown men here have a really big ego. It's like, um, one day I'll name them, who knows? <laughs> or maybe they are. Um, so Uthgarsh and like my friend Ritesh as well, like they're just like very, just like normal, like people, like those are people that would be like, if they saw me, they'd like come up to me and hug me and be like, oh my God, like, how are you? Um, come, come to dinner with me, blah, blah, blah. Like very just like, yeah, it's really sad how people in that industry tend to see themselves as higher and have like a superiority complex. What were the biggest struggles along your journey and how did you keep yourself from giving up from pursuing this? Like money, like obviously that and I like have the 
like if I did not have a good friend circle here, I would have been out because no one talks about the struggle. It's like I was living on a couch, but like that person was so gracious enough to be like, no, like you have a home. You have like a roof over your head. It's okay. Just like relax and apply to jobs. Like you got this. And um, just alongside that, it's just like also like you don't have like support from your family because they're just like, what are you doing? Like, you can't be this. Like, what are you doing? Because I've never seen it before. And I get that. Like, they're just being very protective. Um, but each time I have felt like quitting or like giving up or like I just fall into like a small like rut of depression, like I'll get something. And I'm just like, oh, whoa, like that's so cool. Like, I can't say what it is, but I like, just like a week ago, I was just like, man, like everything fucking sucks. Like I'm not getting anything. And I got like the biggest audition of my life the next day. And that's I'm just crazy. Oh, I'm just like, holy shit. Like I got it. And I started crying because I was just like, oh my God, like this is mm -hmm. amazing. And it's just like, you know, the universe like really does like put these tests on you maybe, or just like it, the universe gives you what you want when you deserve it or when you need it, not when you want it. Mm -hmm. And it's also just like, I don't know, just like putting faith in yourself and just like, as long as you're nice to everyone else, like you will get it back. Is what, so, like, my yeah, completely. And I always ask my guests this, but do you believe in the law of attraction and kind of manifesting your own life? Yeah, I, that, because I also think that's pretty, like, I, I literally had a, a deep talk with one of my friends only, or I was listening to her, she was doing the talking, and it was, like, 3 a.m., and she was talking about all of this, and it just made me think, I was just, like, that, like the law of attraction is literally just like the dua you make mm -hmm. after yeah right? like that's literally what it is that's how I see and, it yeah and it makes sense because when you're like manifesting these things for yourself and asking for God for these things it's like you are putting positivity out and that literally like your brain cells like connect into like like oh yeah like okay cool positive positive and it makes you happier it makes you like once you say the thing you want out loud like it you're motivates you to go get it. it. Right. Yeah. You're going to start working towards it. You're going to, like, <clears throat> the universe, like, God, like, everything, the plants, the trees, my cat, like, they're <laughs> going to hear you. And it's just, like, okay, cool. And I, like, I was struggling with that by not saying it because I was just, like, no, oh, my God, I don't want to jinx it. But it's, like, I'm Muslim. We don't believe in that. I was, like, I don't know what the fuck I was on. <laughs> it was, like, Sarah, like, shut up. And I, like, I was, like, not saying shit I wanted for, like, months. And it was, like, that's so stupid. Like, mm -hmm. it's obviously the patriarch as well telling me to shut up and, like, other things. But now I'm just, like, no, I should be, like, open to saying I want this and I want that because I should be able to say that. Right. And it's also just a mix of imposter syndrome as well, which you have to actively fight. And, you know, like, when you're reciting, like, a duo, it's like, yeah, this is what I want and I'm going to get it by hopefully this, this, and this. And hopefully next year, like, people will see me on their TVs, like, who knows? Exactly, you gotta have that big goal, that big mm -hmm. mindset to get there eventually, so do you think being um, a minority, being, like, a South Asian Muslim woman contributed to any struggles you had entering this industry? Oh my god, yes, mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's, like, um, being a Pakistani Muslim woman is very different, like, I feel like every, like, 
race that is Muslim or like ethnicity that is Muslim, they have their own certain things that we will not understand. And it's like being Pakistani and Muslim, it's like we are dealt with so much more shame than like anyone else because we just like grow up around it or we see like aunties and uncles at the masjid doing it. And it, it's just like that Muslim shame is like completely, something completely different. And then on top of that, it's like, I meet people here and they're desi, but they're not Muslim and they make you feel othered. Right. So that's, yeah, you know, like I've been on sets where it's like a South Asian thing, but we're not all the same. And they will make you feel like, oh, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's just like not as like open or friendly, or maybe I'm too friendly, but it's like I've gotten it so many times or other South Asians who are not Muslim, they don't get it. Or like they just like don't talk to you, blah, blah, blah. But then these same people will go for the role as a Pakistani Muslim girl. And I'm just like, very interesting that suddenly you want to be this person and you don't talk to us but you only want to be this person because you're going to make money from it and you now you look like her and now you say we're the same but when we're on sets together production teams it's like oh I don't know her you know it's just I'm sure smart people will know what I'm alluding to when I say that (laughs) so I have to ask you about your thoughts and opinions on the Miss Marvel comics and its transition on screen. So how do you feel about Miss Marvel entering this whole Marvel MCU or the show, Disney Plus, everything? It's literally like, I can't believe like I'm alive to see that happen. Like it's so crazy because I remember no one knowing about Miss Marvel and I would like literally sit in Barnes and Noble and I like with my ex that I was dating at the time, like he would do his like nursing work and I would be like reading Miss Marvel and like laughing. Mm-hmm. And he would just, he's also like Vietnamese. So like, he just didn't like, he understood that it's like, wow, like she's literally you kind of thing. So like he understood. So it's just like back from then, like I was reading her comics. I was laughing. I was like showing people. I was always posting it on my Instagram stories and everyone's like, what is this? And I'm like, it's Miss Marvel. <laughs> That's what it is. It's Kamala Khan. <laughs> yeah, no, I still have to tell people who she is. Nobody has any idea. Yeah. But yeah, for anyone that doesn't know what Miss Marvel is, uh, she's basically, um, it's a Marvel comic. And Miss Marvel uh, is the character of Kamala Khan. And she's this teenager who lives in New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. And she's a Muslim Pakistani teenager who also happens to be a superhero. And her comics are all about that. And um so hollywood is finally letting her come to life and that's what's been going on lately so us pakistanis are very excited about that oh my god yes and i'm sorry i was there when they announced it at d23 and i like lost my shit i feel like i was the loudest person screaming because like i had a feeling it was coming so i had my like there's a video on twitter like i'm like recording like can't like say it completely wrong he was like Camilla Khan and I was like excuse me <laughs> no I just seeing that like Miss Marvel sign like be announced at D23 I was just like I was like crying how were you I'd freak out too like I was following the tweets like when yeah. it was happening I was like oh my god are they gonna announce it oh my gosh yeah. but I, yeah I, and like at random points in D23 I'd like my eat uh, it would like swell up with tears and I'm just like bring it back <laughs> bring it back in I feel but I'm very excited 
very excited like I'd random. love to just be on that set and just watch it all happen yeah. that'd be so cool yeah and I'm gonna be very hard if they don't do it right me too as is every Pakistani Muslim girl who really wants this to go right so I read something about Muslim women in Hollywood tell me a little bit about that oh my god it's the best group to ever exist um it's just like um, a group of like professional Muslim women in entertainment. So we have people from like showrunners to writers, like legitimate writers, like people who have written on big Netflix shows, um, producers who have produced for like James Franco. Like we just like found our set, sorry, Sahar Jahani. She made this group and she just like found these like random Muslim women in like pockets of entertainment. And every month we meet to have like brunch and just catch up and just like, you know, it's like, you know, people are there, but you don't know until you see them face to face. And you're just like, oh my God, like you're here. Like, where have you been all my life? I love that. That's so cool. Like, it's beautiful. Like, it really did give me a lot of confidence because they give me opportunities and no one else would. Like, not even Muslim men. Like, Muslim men would never pass me an opportunity to be like, hey, do you want to be a writer's PA for this room? No, they take it for themselves. But, like, this group is very much like, you know, like, we're women. Like, we're programmed to be giving and, like, warming and, like, all that stuff. And it's just so nice to, like, always meet a group of women monthly that is like you and understands you and doesn't judge you because we have queer women. Like, we have all kinds of Muslim women and so there's no judgment like we're all making jokes at the end of the day we're all like hugging each other teasing each other like all that stuff it's very just much like a, a sister thing definitely that community having that community is really important and a place like Hollywood I can imagine did I ask you what you see for yourself or what you hope for your career in the future and what do you want to be spending your time doing any big goals dreams damn I like I don't know. I'm so like multi-talented in the most humble way. I'm going to say this to where it's like, I could be happy as like a red carpet host and I could be happy as a writer. But like, I have like, those two things are so different and set apart where it's like, I can't even work at, as, at one thing to make both of them better. It's just like, you have to work on them individually because with hosting, it's all about you're smiling and being on top of your feet, like having the best questions, blah, 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 being likable. And writing is like, you have to get in and like make sure like all these 10 characters have a good story arc and everything. But like fulfilling wise, I would love to be in a writer's room by like next year, like hopefully. I would yeah. Like even as a PA, right? I would love to be like a PA as well. But I'm like going, to, that's like short term goal for now. It's definitely just like being in a writer's room and then from there, I would love to like sell a script or like a movie or like write a movie, whatever. I have, I have stuff that I need to send to people. Oh, I love that. So are there any big projects you're working on right now? Um, I just finished my feature and it's been sent to my mentor who is going to fix it because I don't have proper writing training, but I think I'm, I'm, good at writing so from there I'm just gonna see what happens yeah that's super cool congratulations on that even if like you just started it that's super cool so lastly uh, if you were to give any advice to young girls that want to do what you want to do what would you tell them oh my god um 
be nice to everyone. Um, how do I say this? Uh, I had a problem with this where I had a big ego where I wouldn't want to work with certain like publications or whatever. Drop it. Like anything on your resume starting out is good. It's also okay to have a part-time job doing something that is not artistic just to keep the bills paid. But try to be as friendly as possible, but not in an overbearing way, like be yourself. Keep up with Twitter and follow your favorite writers or whatever you want to do. Like follow your favorite musicians that are starting out, like whatever, and just like watch them. And I don't know, just surround yourself with people who trust you and believe in you. Because if you don't have that, then it just like sucks. Yeah, and definitely. Because if like, I don't know, if I had friends, I were just like, oh, you can't do this. Like I would be like, oh my God, you're right. Like you're my friend. Like, why would you lie to me? But it's like, also like people are shitty. So it's just keep good people around you that will like help you and support you in any way possible, I feel. Well said, well said. Well, Sarah, thank you so much on doing this podcast with me. Um, you're such a cool person and you've inspired me so much just in this episode alone. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Of course, oh my God. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Young and on the Way. Uh, If you haven't already, check out my previous two episodes because they're pretty cool too. And make sure to follow Young and on the Way on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever it is you listen on and share it with your friends or anyone who needs a new podcast to listen to. I hope you guys stay productive, stay inspired. Speaking of, I have really cool new episodes coming So make sure you follow me and follow the podcast so you stay updated on that. But yeah, I hope you guys have a great day. Bye.